the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. I appeal to you. Not, I want you to take him. Just take him. No, I appeal to you. I beg you. Please. Oh, please is a powerful word. Please is a powerful word in relationship. Please. I beg. <laughs> I beg you. It's a powerful word. It calms the other person. But the scripture says what? A soft answer turns away anger. A soft answer will appease even the king. So somebody is outraged. Somebody is enraged. Somebody is angry. Say, please, brother, please, sister. That will be like water on the fire. And then you can engage. So Paul says, I appeal to you for my son. Not just I appeal to you for Onesimus. I appeal to you for my son. Wow. Not just I appeal to you for Onesimus. I appeal to you for my son. Choice of words, very important. For my son Onesimus. He is my son. And in my son, my son that I begot while in James. Ah, that's even puts another another color to it. A son that I begot while in James. Ah, so it's a special son. It's a special son. So please take him. Consider him. Even though Paul did not use the word forgive here, basically he was saying forgive him. It's a message of forgiveness. It's a message of reconciliation. And when we're talking about you no know, relationship, forgiveness is always part of it. In fact, I don't think there is any good relationship that will not have forgiveness along the way. Before, even after it's already a good relationship, I mean, forgiveness will still have to continue. Amen. Very, very, very important. Communication that promotes good relationships is conversational. It's conversational. It's a two-way street. A dialogue. Though we don't have Philemon's response, it can be inferred from what Paul himself wrote about him in verse 21 that we already read. Verse 21, I say, having confidence in your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than I say. Knowing that you will do even more than I say. So we can we can see that it's a, it's a two-way street here. It's a conversational kind of a communication. Knowing that you will do even more than I say. Appropriate and relevant communication is important for good relationship. I think we said this last week. 
appropriate and relevant communication is important for good relationships. Paul addressed the letter, not just to Philemon, but also to the whole church. Knowing that Onesimus' disappearance was not a secret. It was not a secret. So to take him back cannot be done in secret, cannot be done without letting everyone know. So he addressed the letter, not just to Philemon, not just to his family, but to the, to the whole church. Take him back, but everybody has to know about it. You can't take him back in secret because he didn't leave. Everybody knew that he left. Everybody knew what was going on. So you can't just do these now in secret and just take him back. Everybody has to know. So appropriate and relevant communication, communication is important for good relationship. Hallelujah. I think we said last week, you know, I think I'm not sure if it was last week that you can't just, you know, live in the same house with somebody and you, you, if you love them, if you are connected with them um, and you want to have a good relationship with them, you can't just go out and not come back and just sleep somewhere else for the night, you know, because you let them know what is going on. If you don't let them know and they are not worried, of course, you never had a good relationship and the relationship is just, uh, you know, roommates. And it's not, you know, you're not responsible for each other. Oh, there are many who do that. Of course, evil siblings. There are siblings that do that. It's not good. It's not good. If it's a family, it's not good. You know, even in church, it's not good. It's not good. That, you know, maybe, you know, you, are, you have been there. You come regularly. And um, someday you just don't come. And uh, nobody, you know, you didn't say anything. And nobody said anything. That would not be good. You didn't say anything. What happened? And those that did not see you did not care to ask. Oh, that would not be good. That's not good communication. Of course, that relationship is going to break. Because who knows what happened? Who knows why the person was not there? Maybe they were sick. Maybe they had a flat tire when they were coming. Maybe some other things happened there. So the people who did not see them should check out on them. Amen. And if the person of the people who did not come, you know, had a way of communicating or saying what happened, it would be wonderful to say that at least it will, you know, uh, alert the people as to what happened. So communication, appropriate, relevant communication very, very important. Um, sometimes in this communication thing and in this relationship thing, because you don't know the other person and because the other person doesn't know you, sometimes there are things you have to say that you don't say or some things you have to do that you don't do. And unless the other person uh, who expects that you should say something or you should do something, also says it, then they hide it in their heart and say, oh, he should have said that. Oh, he should have done that. Of course, the person, you know, never knew. Sometimes, you know, maybe the person knew and they didn't do it. That would not be good either. So, again, you know, communication is part of good relationship. It's only wisdom that will help us to do that very well. So, um, if communication is complex and it can be complicated, like we said, but it's very important to good relationship. Do I have to be smart 
to communicate well. You don't have to be smart to communicate well. No. But you have to be spiritually aware because communication is not only physical, it's also spiritual. Very important that we pray about our relationships in line. Not just you know, to talk about them, not just to you know, experience these feelings, but also to pray about our relationships. When we pray for somebody, we can relate with them better. Uh, if you're having a difficulty relating with somebody, having a difficulty talking to somebody, having a difficulty in relationship with somebody, try praying for them. And try praying for them and praying for them and praying for them. You will find yourself coming around. And the Lord, you basically you are inviting the Lord into that relationship. And he knows how to set you it. In Jesus' name, amen. James, that's we read for the past time two Sundays. James chapter 3. This is really very, very important. Uh, if you read from verse 13, say, Who is a wise man and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. Let him show by good living. You can say by good communication. Because everything we do is communication. The way we carry ourselves the way our eyes go, the way we look, the way we smile, and everything we do is saying something, is communicating. So, is there a wise man among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in meekness of wisdom. Meekness of wisdom. Now, we put meekness of wisdom. Now, verse 17, that is the end. Say this wisdom, the wisdom that will make good relationship, good communication, good relationship possible. He said, this wisdom is from above. It's first of all pure. It is peaceable. It's peaceable. You know, gentle, willing to yield. Meaning it's not, you know, it's not, it's not adamant. It's not rigid in his own way. So it's, it's, it has to be my way. I know better. You know, you can't talk to me. You know, what are you saying? I don't want to listen to you. No, no. It's peaceable. It's gentle. Willing to yield. Full of mercy. Of good fruit. Without partiality. Wow, that's a difficult one. Without partiality. I can tell you that you can be partial without even knowing it. You can be an hypocrite. This, this, this happens all the time. Without even knowing it. Without partiality. Without hypocrisy. Wow. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Hallelujah. I just wanted to say some words to the Lord. I wanted to respond back to the Lord. Respond back to the Lord. Say something to the Lord. What have you heard? Have you been ministered to? Have you been encouraged? Have you received any wisdom? Would you express yourself to the Lord? Would you talk to the Lord? Are there... Or is there any difficult relationship in your life? Are there difficult relationships in your life? Have you been wounded? Have you been wounded in relationships? Will you pray? Will you commit those to the Lord? Will you ask the Lord to heal you? Heal the relationships in the name of Jesus. Ask the Lord to heal you, to heal the relationships. Very, very important. Mm. The bad or the poor relationship may be between you 
and your father, between you and your mother, between you and your brother, between you and your wife, between you and your husband. The Lord wants good relationship. So bring God into it. Ask God to intervene. Ask God to intervene to settle the matters, settle the issues. That God will give you the wisdom, meekness of wisdom, the wisdom that is pure, that is peaceable, that is gentle, that is easy to be entreated without partiality, without hypocrisy. God will give you that wisdom in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you will give us such wisdom, humility, meekness of wisdom, softness of heart. Lord, in the name of Jesus, help us not to be partial. Lord, help us to be impartial. Help us to to be humble. Help us to, to be open to others. Others' views, others' opinions. Lord, not to be wise in our own eyes. Help us to humble ourselves. Give us a revelation of yourself so that we can know you better. We can know ourselves better. We can know our brothers and sisters better. We can know people better. We can know things better. And we can communicate better. And we can have better relationships. In the name of Jesus, help us. Yes, yes, help us. Lift us up. Mm, Give us the grace, the power, the enablement to wait on you. Thank you. We continue to ask, O Lord, for peace to reign in our nation, in our cities, in the name of Jesus. We continue to ask for healing. We continue to ask for healing. Healing, O God. The family is involved, O God. Lord, we ask for healing, O Lord, for the nation. Lord, the pain, the anger, the disappointments, the experiences. There are people, there are people, many, whose feelings have been aroused, whose Whose, whose feelings of the past, the experiences of the past have been awakened. We just ask in the name of Jesus that you will touch their hearts, that you will heal their wounds in the name of Jesus. Heal our wounds, O oh God. We ask that you will bring reconciliation, reconciliation, forgiveness, forgiveness, wisdom, wisdom for our leaders in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Due to public health concerns, all services are being held online. Please visit dayspringchapelboston.org for updates and more service information. Don't forget to also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at dayspringchapelboston. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.